Howdy, boys and girls. We are here for our favorite show of the year with a cast of um, a, a few more than we normally have on the show. This is the 2017 version of the Carla and Crappy Show, Bola Palooza. Hi, Carla. Hey, how are you? Cheers. I'm doing, I'm doing outstanding. Cheers. Bola Palooza. Um, Carla is drinking her birthday beer because her birthday was yesterday. Happy birthday. Happy Thank birthday, you. Carla. Thank you. Happy it's birthday. my birthday Oberon. I save an Oberon every year for my birthday, so it's my birthday Oberon. It's half gone already. Nice but, work. Um, that is nice work. And Brian Glass. Hi, Scott. Uh, we are also joined by our Pac-12 After Dark uh, correspondent, AJ. AJ was apparently thinking that the show started like at 2 in the morning local time, right? Uh, that's that's why he was just able to join us. Uh, yeah, that's that's how this works. Uh, all Everything I do has to happen after 10.30 p.m. Eastern time. <laughs> nice, <laughs> nice. Um, and there's, and, and, I, and you have you appear to have coffee in your... Which is also I, I entered coffee at 9.54 p.m. Eastern time That's because insane. my body does weird things. That is insane. <laughs> that is insane. And then um, you guys have, if you have watched uh, Bullapalooza before, you are aware we always have, uh, we have some guests, um, actual professionals, or, or uh, in, in, in one case, close to that. Uh, we are joined by Braden Gall, uh, who works for ESPN Radio in Nashville, a host on SiriusXM talking about college football and on Athlon Sports. Braden, how are you doing? Doing very well. How's everybody this evening? Outstanding. We're doing great. Uh, we are also joined by Jake Rose. Uh, he does a play-by-play for nearly every single sport for uh, Middle Tennessee State Athletics. Uh, contributes to Athlon Sports. And as I learned a couple years ago, he's a relatively gentle Chicago Cubs fan. Um, I, I figured this out. Very as subtle. His, not like as his Cubs were beating my Indians um, in, the, in the World Series, he was very, very nice about that. And I appreciate that, Jake. Yeah. No problem. Midwestern um, uh, compassion. That's what that is. Sweet red wine, bro. Oh boy, Thanks. that's gonna be that's gonna be fun. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna call you back at like seven o'clock tomorrow morning and see how that's going. <laughs> uh, we also are joined by David Fox, who, like his wife Carla, um, is a, 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 among the smartest people in this group because he got out of journalism. <laughs> um, this is true. Some of us didn't yeah. start. No uh, David, no yeah, you don't need David. to get out of journalism if you never start. Yeah, yeah that's, <laughs> that's true. That's true. That's tough to argue. Uh, David, how you doing? Pretty good. Pretty good. Um, it is great to have you guys back here with us. I would ask you one uh, thing really, really quick uh, before we get started. Uh, AJ and Carla and I have all, the, we did, we talked a little bit on our burner show about what we thought about the final four. Um, you guys can go into any detail that you want, but um, I, I would be curious to, to hear, you know, what you, what you think about uh, what the what the playoff committee ended up with. Uh, is it all good? Everything need to be changed? Great. Uh, no, I love it. In fact, I haven't cheered and stood up and cheered for much of anything in college football as an actual fan in a long time. They put Alabama's name in there. I actually stood up and cheered and fist pumped. And I, no disrespect meant to you, sir. I'm, I'm good uh, with and, this. I'm, and Buckeye Nation everywhere. But it yeah. was they, uh, the four best teams are in there, and we're going to have probably the best three games we could possibly get, and that's all I care about. So I'm good to go, man, ready to okay. go. Okay. Jake, what do you think? No, I think it was perfect. Uh, you know, anytime a team loses to Iowa by 30, I don't really think that's uh, 31. 31? Yeah. Well, they Thank lose you. 30, 31, yes. So, yeah, I'm <laughs> totally fine with Ohio State being out. Uh, yeah, but four best teams. And then I think we also got the best matchups, you know, uh, Oklahoma-Georgia, two teams that have never played each other before, and then mm -hmm. a rematch of the last two national title games. So, tough to beat that. Okay. David, what were your thoughts? Uh, Alabama and Clem Clemson are playing again. How about that? Hello. See, that's, Hello. That's, that's the kind of great analysis you get when I've been out for a year and a half. <laughs> There's four teams. They're all pretty good. I think you're slipping. 
<laughs> that's outstanding. Great. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, but David, David, you're always you're always a, you're a, a succinct and, and direct and to the point. And I, and I appreciate that. That's uh, you, you haven't lost that touch. Um, you also get to start us off here. Um, to, to refresh what we do with Wallapalooza, uh, we are not concerned about New Year's Six Bowls games. We are not concerned about playoff games. We uh, look at the list and for pick for whatever reason a bowl game that we are, are curious about. Uh, David is going to start us off on, De on December 19th. Uh, the, um, I, I've taken the liberty of doing research for the whole sponsorship lineage of each of these bowl games, so they may sound a little bit unfamiliar to you. This would be the Marmot Cherry Bundy Tart Cherry Boca Raton Bowl. Uh, this features Akron uh, versus Florida Atlantic um, in Florida Atlantic's home stadium, I believe. Um, uh, FAU is favored by 17, and I should note that because Marmot was a previous sponsor of, of this bowl game, it basically means that it should be called the Groundhog Bowl. That's um, that's my opinion, at least. Uh, David, what do you have to say about this one? Well, this is one of those bowl games when I saw the uh, name of it announced, I knew I loved it. I feel like we are desensitized <laughs> to terrible bowl names. And uh, the Cherubundi Tart Cherry Boca Raton Bowl really fits the bill. We've already had a cherry bowl. We've already had a Boca Raton bowl. We've never had a Cherubundi tart cherry Boca Raton bowl. I'm actually going to suggest to one of my, uh, my, my brewer friends in Pittsburgh to make, to brew a cherry Bundy tart cherry beer at some point. I think that would, that would be a nice addition to what we have to drink. I would here. like to drink that beer, preferably at my house. You want to come over? <laughs> sure. But still, in this game, we do have uh, FAU, a 10-win FAU team. So uh, they're, uh, they're on a hot streak, and, uh, and Lane Kiffin is uh, South Florida's biggest Twitter troll most times when, uh, when Marilago is unoccupied. Uh, he, is, uh, he is South Florida's biggest Twitter troll. So. <laughs> and, then, uh, and then your MAC East champion in, uh, in Akron and, uh, and uh, Terry Bowden. So... Uh, you know, one of those early games that should be interesting. You get a little bit of action. You get a little bit of a uh, you know interesting coaching matchup and uh, and an offense that's on fire. Um, I also want to throw in as far as terrible bowl names. And we're not talking about this, but because I'm talking about FAU, I feel like I have to talk about FIU as well in the no, Bad Boy no. Mowers Gasparilla Bowl. I, I will allow this. Go ahead. Go ahead. The, the Gasparilla Bowl is just. I don't even know what that is. Does any, uh, it is like it's a drink in Tampa. That's what it actually is. It's uh, it's a very weird festival that Tampa decided to go to to base around uh, a pirate, and it's pirate Mardi Gras. Okay, that actually sounds pretty entertaining. Pirate Mardi Gras. Yep, I missed that last year. Uh, I would I would also like to I would also like to take a moment here and and just let this out of my heart that. Um, Lane Kiffin dunking on Tennessee over and over and over again during the coaching search was incredible. Thank you, Lane. Thank you for everything you do. <laughs> um, AJ, uh, well, I, I, David, did, did you? Are you going with with uh, FAU here? Is it? Uh, yeah, it's it's a pretty big mismatch actually. Uh, hmm. With uh, with the way FAU is playing, about forty points per game. Um, Akron stumbled into their MAC championship game, so uh, so I'm going to go with FAU. I'm going to root for Lane Kiffin and a Driscoll, which is the best I can do as a Florida fan with no one to watch this summer or this, uh, okay. this offseason. Totally fair. AJ, uh, who do you who do you, who do you have a pick for this game? Uh, it's FAU all day long. Uh, okay. 
go uh, eat. I don't even owls. know what their mascot owls. is. The fighting owls. lane. Yeah, oh, they <laughs> are the owls. Those. Oh, that's right. Come to the FAU. That's right. Hashtag come to the FAU. Uh, Braden, what do you think? Um, you know, nothing goes better with a fruit plate, a nice cherry fruit plate, than an immature wheel of cheese. And that is who is the head coach at Florida Atlantic. And nobody loves a nice fruit and cheese plate better than a guy with three chins in Terry Bowden. So I, I will take Lane the, the Kiffin. sitting on that all day long. Yeah, actually, I, actually, that just came to me. Um, uh, so I'm going to go with FAU and, and Lane Kiffin. Um, I just, I don't know which, ath- what athletic director would, would put their entire job on the line for that guy. I don't understand, but uh, he's a better coach than probably most people doing this. So I'm going to take the Owls to win big. The Owls. Carla, what do you think? I love the fact that Lane Kiffin is the biggest troll on Twitter and made all these big things about how FAU was going bowling and, and you know, the whole Beyonce with the ring thing. And then they get to, they get to play in a bowl game in their home stadium they don't even get to take a road trip i did that just like <laughs> that like the most beautiful thing ever um yeah i mean fa is going to win this game running away but that's just i love that you know enjoy your home game owls that's going to be great no here's here's what they did they finessed the money so that they get double ticket sales that's, that's i'm sorry fau was going to name their stadium or uh, wasn't it uh the somewhere on the board of regents owns a private prison company and was yes. trying to buy the rights to the stadium and then the nickname became alcatraz that's what that's <laughs> it that's, was going to be alcatraz i believe yeah, that's correct there was a private prison uh the, the ga gao group i believe it was it was trying to buy the naming rights to the stadium so hey if you're going to finesse double ticket sales to a stadium you almost named after a private prison group go owls <laughs> Jake, what do you think? Yeah, all owls all day. I think it's probably going to be FAU by 30. They've got one of the best rushing attacks in the nation, especially with Devin Singletary. Uh, and by the way, speaking of twi- Twitter, tw- Twitter trolls, mm-hmm. Lane Kiffin tweeting out a picture of Kim Jong-un and then claiming he doesn't know who Kim Jong-un is. It's so Lane Kiffin. It's, it's amazing. And you know what? He probably doesn't. Yeah. He probably <laughs> doesn't. He pro- I, uh, okay. Um, I, it, it's... Um, Lane, Lane uh, in a, a TV interview after the uh, the, uh, the uh, conference championship, uh, said it's not about me; it's about the kids, about the fans, and it's totally about him um, ah, and, no. and and his continued quest uh, to make Nick Saban look like an idiot, to make Tennessee look like an idiot. Um, although he doesn't have to work hard to do that, that last one, uh, uh, the FAU wins this one all day long. Put some um, respect on Joey Freshwater's name. Yes. Yes. I, uh, next up, we have on December twenty second, uh, we have AJ, and I'm sorry to. To, to mention this, um, we're going to call this the no longer Popeye's Bahamas Bowl. It is, in fact, in the Bahamas, uh, where it always has been. But Baha- Popeye's is no longer a sponsor. Um, so the reason that's, that's a reason to be sad about this game. The reason I'm excited about it is that my Ohio University Bobcats uh, play UAB. Um, OU is favored by 7.5 uh, points. The guy you want to watch is a quarterback, Nathan Rourke. Uh, if he's on, oh, you can score. He is ridiculous. Um, uh, uh, he's the second leading rusher uh, on the team. If he's not on, he um, also can throw last second end zone picks like he did against Buffalo in the in the last regular season of the game. Um, uh, UAB's a really, really cool story um, because they, they were, uh, they actually, the school killed the program, I think two years ago. This is their first season back. Uh, they are bowl eligible. They were uh, runners up in their division in the NCSUS and CUSA. Um, and they have a, uh, they, they had an outstanding season. Um, but what I, when I look at this, I think, um, 
I think a, a UAB is fair rushing game uh, versus their awful passing game against OU's rush defense, which, uh, which uh, finished the season at 10th in the country in yards allowed. Um, I, I, I think that's a matchup that's going to make a difference here. Uh, certainly the, uh, the, the, uh, the, the competition level between CUSUA and the MAC is probably tilted a little bit uh, in, the, in the favor uh, of uh, CUSA, but um, I, I got to pick a, a U in this game. Um, so that's uh, that's what I'm gonna that's what I'm gonna do. AJ, what do you think? Um, <clears throat> Max and Obakusa, pretty much pretty straightforward there. Uh, I have not watched any UAB Blazer football. It is it is really a wonderful story that Zombie UAB uh, did come back from the dead after trying to be killed by uh, Al- the actual University of Alabama. Yeah. Um, they did do that. Don't yes. don't thank you. Uh, <laughs> and uh, hey, good for them. But uh, yeah, go go Bobcats. They're gonna win. Carla, so, what do you think? What do I think? I think that um, we should be going to the Bahamas first of all. Like, have you talked to your travel agent yet? We've been talking about this. Like, that was the deal. We were supposed well, to be in the Bahamas now for this, but I know. Um, like, but we got to work on this. Um, call your travel agent. We got we got this. Um, no, I'm 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 Maxion too. I love I love Maxion over. Conference USA. I agree. UAB is a, a great story, and, and I'm thrilled that they get to go to a bowl game. But um, I don't know. Enjoy your trip to the Bahamas, everybody, and get out of you know. Ohio is getting out of you know cold weather. UAB, it's warm there all the time. So um, enjoy the trip to the Bahamas, Bobcats, and go win yourself a bowl game. Okay, I like that one. I like that one, Braden. What is wrong with you people? How could you root against Bill Clark? I mean, seriously. This is, I mean, I'm sure Foxy will... I, have, I at least have a good reason I'm, for this. I'm sure Foxy... Okay, fine. I'm sure Foxy will correct me on this, but like, it's largely unprecedented in the history of like my career covering college football. Like, I've never seen anything like this. I give the dude a ton of credit for sticking around, and you gave us way too much actual analysis, so I'm going UAB all the way. <laughs> Blazers, baby. It, it, it is an amazing, amazing story. Uh, there's, there's no question. David, what do you think? Yeah, you got to go with the sentimental pick. I mean, what it UAB made one bowl game, <laughs> one bowl game th- through their entire existence How before many? this year. One. Yeah, one. One bowl game. And, uh, you know, I remember Daryl Hackney as much as anybody uh, on this current broadcast right now. But the only reason to pick against UAB is Sam Hunt. Samantha Hunt is terrible. I'm just saying. Is that that country rap guy? Yeah, he wears white beaters. <laughs> Don't make me root for Ohio. <laughs> we'll take you. But we'll I'm excited you. about UAB to see them come back. There is lots back, of room on the bandwagon. There, there's a pretty lively Ohio bandwagon. Yes, and, and you're welcome. You're welcome only on, only on Halloween night. Uh, that is true. That's true. Uh, Jake, what do you think? Uh, as someone that has watched more Conference USA football than anyone should legally be allowed to i'm gonna have to go with ohio because conference usa is not for good football like that's just the bottom line there Uh, from top to bottom i mean even fau but uh yeah the story with bill clark's great you know you get a program your head coach you get your program taken away from you then your year you know of that you come back you get to go to a bowl game that's that's great but yeah uh sticking with my conference usa uh, or excuse me my mac roots i've been to so many schools I, i forget where but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we will take it. Um, uh, next up uh, on our list uh, on December twenty sixth. Uh, this is Carla's game um, to go through all. This is one of the ones with the longest list of sponsors: the Copper Insight Buffalo Wild Wings Motel Six Cactus Bowl. Yes. 
this is in Phoenix, I think in the baseball stadium there. Uh, K-State versus LSU. K-State is favored by three. Carla, uh, take us through this one. That would be K-State versus UCLA. Yes, um, thank you very much. Not, not, not the, not the, Did I say the, the other one? You said, you, you said LSU, yeah. Uh, um, which also would be an entertaining football game, not going to lie. But, sure. Um, but the game we have here is actually – I picked it because, okay, it's it's not quite Pac-12 after – this was the game last year we talked about. It was Pac-12 after – it was the only Pac-12 after dark game. This game starts late. It's being played in a baseball stadium. It doesn't have a sponsor anymore, so we can't even mock that. But it actually has a really, like, potential – um, for, for getting to, I, I keep stealing AJ's phrase. This, this game's going to get real pointy real fast um, because we have a K-State team who, I mean, God love Bill, Snipe, um, Bill Snyder. Um, they've been in every single game this year. Uh, every game that they've been, with the exception of the loss to TCU, they've been within a one possession um, of winning every single game that they've played in this year. This is a K-State team that believes that they can, they can beat anybody on the field, and gosh darn it, they almost did it this year. Um, this is a UCLA team, on the other hand, that should be pretty fired up for this game because, I mean, heck, they just went out and hired Chip Kelly. So the, you got to feel like this this program is on the swing up, uh, you know, turning up. Um, but they were all over the place this year. They either played great. Um, it must be like a thing with the Pac-12 I, That is the only way I can figure is that, you know, That's like exactly every right. single – Every single team in the Pac-12 this year has two personalities, and they either play outstanding football or they just play like garbage. Um, and that was what happened to UCLA this year, and they finished six and six. Um, but they put up a ton of points. That was their thing. Um, and the reason why this game's going to get real pointy real fast is because Kansas State is 97th in total defense, and UCLA is 122nd in total defense. Um, the over/under on this game is 63 points. It's being played in a baseball stadium. Take the over. K-State likes to score when it plays a terrible defense. They're going to play a terrible defense. Can't root against Bill Snyder. I think the Wildcats win this game um, just because of that reason. But you got to think UCLA is going to have a lot of momentum. And just because it's a work night for a lot of people and it doesn't kick until 9 p.m. Eastern, um, this, this game's going to go double overtime just because. And AJ will be a happy, happy guy. David, what do you think? I, I don't have much to say about this. I mean, it's it's one of those bowl games, two top 25 teams that are end, will end up playing a nondescript bowl game in a baseball stadium, I guess, without a sponsor. Is that where we are right now? I think that's correct, yes. Um, you guys I'm going to go with the team. See what we can do? <laughs> no. I'm going to go with the team with the an actual coach. And brewing cactus uh, bowl. <laughs> does UCLA have an interim or uh, or is Mora finishing this out? Or That's a good question. does it matter? That's a good question, and I'm not sure it matters. I'm going to go with Bill Snyder and uh, in Kansas State just to kind of further uh, twist the knife in what has been a pretty rough season and uh, rough season, rough couple of seasons by expectations for UCLA. Sure, sure. Jake, what do you think? Yeah, UCLA, I think we all came into this season uh, thinking they were going to be at least – above 500. Uh, Josh Rosen pretty much put up the same numbers he did when he was a freshman, yet we're still talking about him being the number one overall pick uh, this coming spring, which I'm not saying he isn't. Uh, by the way, who would be excited to watch Chip Kelly and Josh Rosen together just for one year? Just just for one year. I want to see it. I want to see it for one year. Couldn't fit in his system. Doesn't work Josh, system. Josh Rosen's not the quarterback for his system. <laughs> Guys, you're just raining on my parade. Thank you very yep. much. Yep. Drink anyway. something cooler than red wine. I will not. <laughs> It's what I got. I want a budget. I'm a government employee. <laughs> uh, that being said, uh, yeah, K-State all day. Okay. 
Okay. Uh, Mr. Pac-12 After Dark, uh, what do you what do you think about this one? Uh, I picked this bowl last year. Um, I don't know where that over-under is coming from, other than, yeah, Carlos right, the defenses are terrible. But I feel like uh, Bill Snyder is going to pull out full wizard powers and try and score 45 points without throwing a pass. Um, I don't know why. He does this sort of stuff from time if to time. If anyone can do it, it's him. Yeah. It's him, right? So, uh, yeah, I, I I don't see UCLA getting up for this game. They're not going to have – I don't think they're going to have Chip Kelly. I don't know who the interim coach is. Josh Rosen may or may not play in this game. Uh, you know, he's really got to get ready to, you know, quarterback the Browns to a 2-14 and 14 record. Uh, nice. Two? So, two, you think? Uh, my no, that, would be awesome. that, that would require them making an intelligent decision, though, so we know all know that's not going to happen. Who's thinks, who says Josh Rosen's going to be good in the NFL? I um, do. I do. <laughs> anyways, we're not doing NFL draft analysis. <laughs> um, I, I would say that uh, this game, uh, I'm taking the under. And uh, this game's going to be kind of rough. So I hope it's not. I hope that this goes full Pac-12 after dark and somebody throws a football into the pool and in, in the outfield at Chase Field. But um, it, it, I, I don't have high hopes for this game. So Okay. Okay. Braden, what do you think? I mean, uh, like along the Josh Rosen lines, like I, I don't, you know, I, I think Kansas State wins because if Josh Rosen plays, he should take a knee on every snap. I don't know why you would play in this game if you're Josh Rosen. Um, I, I do love the fact that it's not sponsored, though. I think that's a I actually that's like a throwback to like all the stadiums out there that don't actually have corporate sponsorship names. So I'm cool with that. Can you give me the rundown of the names of all the previous sponsors, real quickly, please? Uh, let me see the uh, the uh, it started a, a while ago as just the Copper Bowl. Uh, then the lineage of sponsorships was the Insight.com, Buffalo Wild Wings, Motel 6, Cactus Bowl. Well, as as the coach of Kansas State, um, the man that probably has a windbreaker from all of those sponsored bowl games, I he's probably won all of those sponsored bowl games with a, a windbreaker. He'll just pick which one of those, probably the copper windbreaker that he's got from circa whatever it is, 93, 94. Mm -hmm. Uh, and I don't think he even needs to go full wizard on this. I think he only needs to go like three-quarter wizard, maybe three-fifths wizard, uh, <laughs> maybe half wizard, because um, UCLA doesn't really care about playing football games, generally speaking. Um, so I'm going to go with Kansas State and the wizard and his windbreaker and the non-sponsored, which I actually love the non-sponsorship of the bowl game there. It would be nice. Have we, have we eliminated the idea that actual cacti are not sponsoring this game? Like it's like an association of cacti that is like like the succulent bowl. Like it needs like to be. It's you know the, cacti of the world. Did they did they somehow did the cacti somehow form? Is this did the cacti find Bitcoin? Did I they think do so. How they sponsored this bowl? It was cacti just played a long game. It was actually cacti with a lynch mob. Also the Washington Post as well as a few other mainstream media members that actually got together to create a, a cacti sponsorship. I like this. Uh, my, my, my research did not reveal any um, the direct cacti sponsorship, but uh, in this age of, uh, you know, the dark web and dark money, who knows? That, that, that could be a thing. I would, I would actually, I would like to see Bill Snyder with patches, like on his sleeve, like right oh, be each there. of the sponsors. Don't tell me you in, don't in own a windbreaker from the '90s. You know, you always oh, got to. Yeah, and 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 still, I know he's still, still like he definitely won the Buffalo Wild Wings Bowl. They beat Michigan, and he yeah. wore it game one. The next, <laughs> year. Like, he, yeah. like this is my Letterman's jacket from last year. When I football. Like, God bless Bill Snyder. Windbreaker, oh, and they made him because they're and like, you can't wear that. You can't wear sponsorships. 
and he wrote his entire game plan in pencil on a piece of paper, and it's like it takes so long to play in. And it doesn't rain. Um, I'm I my my only thought about this is you know Josh Rosen is hoping he doesn't get drafted by the Browns, and and whether or not he plays, K State is going to help him out that because uh, they're going to they're going to win this game. Um, AJ. Uh, December 27th, uh, this one has an equally impressive list of sponsors. The Craft Fight Hunger Emerald Diamond Walnut San Francisco Foster Farms Bowl. That's correct. In Diamond Santa Clara. Wal- this is uh, Arizona versus Purdue. Arizona is favored by four and a half. Uh, AJ, what do you think? Uh, this is what I deem to be the actual true lineage of the Pac-12 after dark bowl games. That makes sense. That makes um, sense. One, it is being played uh, in actual Pacific time and not weird Arizona time. Uh, it is also uh, being played between two teams that, one, don't understand what defense is, and two, have ridiculous offenses. And three, it is kicking off. Uh, it's, it's kicking off at 8.30, but it is on Fox, which means we might get Gus Johnson calling this game, and it's being played in the mausoleum that is Levi Stadium. Um, as I've said all season, I've said it a number of times, I will continue to say it. Khalil Tate's playing in this game, uh, which means you're going to watch Khalil Tate play uh, play football. And Jeff Brom deserves some sort of medal of honor for the work that he's done with Purdue, getting them back to bowl eligibility. That offense has been pretty fun all year. Um, and they've kept up with a lot of teams. They beat Indiana to get bowl eligible. Um, this game's going to get pointsy. This has a higher uh, over-under. This is 65 and a half. Uh, the only game, the only non-Power 6 game that's going to be higher is uh, Travis, I think, had the, had, uh, had picked the Birmingham Bowl uh, between Texas Tech and South Florida, which is going to be dumb fun to watch. And if you don't watch that game, I don't like you. Um, so I would I would say uh, Arizona's going to win this game, but this should be super fun. You should watch this game. Plus, you get to watch Pac-12 football without it being – Fully after dark, which is good for people like me. Good, I'm 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 always in favor of that. Um, uh, Braden, did did Jeff Tom Jeff Brum turn down the Tennessee job before or after you did? I don't. Uh, I don't well, know well before I would have done it for like a hundred grand. I mean, maybe. Okay. Um, and no buy, about buyout either. They could just fire me whenever. <laughs> uh, first of all, a couple of things. I'm gonna have to retort AJ here on a few things. Uh, power six isn't a freaking thing, so let's not bring <laughs> that up anymore. There's only five leagues that play real football. Um, also, um, Nick Holt is very offended by your commentary about his defense. Uh, Purdue actually won a few games playing some defense this year. That doesn't mean they can stop Cleo Tate. I love watching that kid play. Bottom line, uh, you tune in to watch that guy play football, and uh, you know. I, Imagine what the Pac-12 South would have been like had the two coaches figured out last year and this year to put their starting quarterbacks in the lineup in week one. I don't know what USC would have done last year, Arizona this year, but it would have been fun to see those quarterbacks in the entire season. Also, uh, number one reason to watch this game, the the Clucking Chickens, uh, the best commercial campaign of any bowl game. (laughs) Uh, is the Clucking Chickens. They're doing a lot of 80s rock anthems lately. They might work into the 90s grunge era. I'd like to see what the Clucking Chickens have, the Foster Farm Clucking Chickens have to offer this year. Also another reason to tune in as well. Love this game. Big fan. Nice, nice. Uh, Carla, what do you think? Um, Is there anything better really than an 830 kick in the Pac-12 under Tarps Stadium um, with (laughs) Rich Rod and Jeff Brom? Um, Um, It's it's, uh, not much. No, the list would be short. I'm, I'm going to go out on a limb here because I'm a Big Ten girl, so I'm going to say that Purdue finds a way to win this football game. But my my hot take on this game is that this is actually an audition. Um, 
And, and because remember how Arizona was like, you know, at one point in the season, you know, the fire rich rod stuff hap- it happens all the time. Um, so I'm going to go out on a limb and say that this is actually an audition and eventually Jeff Brown will be your head coach of the Arizona Wildcats. It might take a year or so, but this is going to be a really interesting kind of um, back and forth between two offenses. Yes, the Purdue defense actually. Um, your Ohio State uh, Buckeyes seem to have seen something with that um, Purdue defense, I want to say. Um, so, yes, Purdue actually can play some defense here, and that's why, you know, can they stop? You know, Khalil Tate's amazing. Um, this might be the game to go triple overtime in this game since the Cactus Bowl is going to go double overtime. This goes triple, maybe? Um, let's go 6 OT. Let's just make this – let's get weird. Let's go 6 OT. There you go. Um, <laughs> and still, and still be done by midnight. So I score UCF, UC, USF. Do it. But but go Boilermakers. Go Big Ten. Okay. Uh, David, what do you think? Well, there's been a lot of uh, nostalgia this year for 2007. If we all remember that crazy year with uh, the shining moment for the old Big East. And that big moment that year was a Louisville team, quarterbacked by one Brian Brom against a West Virginia team, coached by one uh, Rich Rodriguez. So I'm going to take the Brom at Purdue, uh, playing well right now, over the uh, Rodriguez at Arizona, limping into bowl season. Okay, okay. Jake, what do you think? Uh, funny thing, I was actually at that Louisville game with Pat Wyatt, quarterback for West Virginia. It was a okay. fun Thursday night blackout game. It was awesome. I was, I was also there. It was very cold. Very, it was very cold. freezing. It yes. was absolutely <laughs> freezing. I had a Notre Dame sweatshirt on. It was ridiculous. Makes well, total sure, sense. Yeah. No, well, makes my friend was getting recruited for uh, – we, we were there for a recruiting trip, and I was there with his dad. His dad was telling everybody I was a kicking recruit. So Nice. Did not end up in a scholarship. <laughs> but happens. Uh, Purdue, I mean, like Purdue cares about this game, but they've already won the season. They beat IU. They've got the bucket. They beat IU to go to a bowl game. They're in a bowl game, and their head coach turned down Knoxville to stay in West Lafayette, which kind of have to be crazy to put up with that smell for another 365 days. Like, that's just ridiculous. Uh, that being said, Purdue has no answer for Khalil Tate. They've got a brewery. No, that's just the, the smell. Mm. Yeast. <laughs> they probably, by the way, too point about this possibly being a uh, an audition for Arizona head coach Jeff Brom. Uh, good luck firing Rich Rodriguez. His contract includes mining rights. That's what oh. I'm saying. Yeah, they actually they they padded his, you know, his actual contract is not very big, so they padded it with mining rights. I'm not even kidding. Uh, he has to stay at the school for eight years, and uh, then he gets paid out on the mining rights, which currently are valued at seventeen million dollars. Oh, they got no oil in Arizona. Silver. Turquoise. Oh, yes. Yeah, so, I don't know what he got. He got mining rights in his contract. Yeah. You get all the quartz you can handle. So you, you make him assistant AD and, you know, to, to send him out there to look at his mines. Um, the one, I, I just, AJ, I've been listening to AJ all season long, literally preaching about Cleo Tate. Um, and I am, I am a convert. I'm a believer. Uh, Arizona is going to win this one behind, behind Mr. Tate. Uh, Braden, your game is next on December 27th. Only one sponsor for this relatively new bowl game, the New Era Pinstripe Bowl in Yankee Stadium. Uh, Iowa versus Boston College. Iowa is favored by three. Braden, uh, take us through this one, please. Yeah, I, I, um, had I, I wish I would have gone for something a little bit more lengthy in history and nameology there, but uh, no, nothing could. like but, – but, but really this was all about my passion, my biggest passions in life, and my biggest passions in life are three-yard runs, um, tackles for loss, uh, lots of linebackers making tackles two to three yards downfield, 
if you could put up like a – can you do like seven on seven on defense and do like skeleton drill just on defense and cover up one half of the field every time I watch the, the game? Like I just want to see Josie Jewell and if Harold Landry is going to play for Boston College, which I don't know if he's going to. I, I'd like to see just like those players. I really don't want to watch the other halves of these two teams. This is probably one of the worst Power 5 bowl matchups in the history of bowl games ever. I can't, I can't think of one that's more unesthetically pleasing as – as I'm a huge fan of Pac-12 football and Pac-12 after dark and mm-hmm. the most aesthetically pleasing league in all of college football, I cannot think of a least attractive, a, a lesser attractive football game than Iowa and Boston College. I can't, so, I can't, may I submit one? A pa- Power Five bowl game? Yep. Last year's last year's pinstripe bowl between Pitt and Northwestern. What about the what about last year's? Pitt had Nathan Peterman. Nathan Peterman's an NFL quarterback. Yeah, I mean that, that was actually not a bad game. Yeah. Hey, you know who else is an NFL quarterback? Joe Webb. So hey, they inserted Joe Webb, started winning instantly. <laughs> um, uh, Braden, do you, do you have a pick as to who's? Oh, I've got to pick the game. Oh, going uh, to win no, no, no. This, I, 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 this glorious. Steve Dazio play of Big Ten football. Steve Dazio has actually done a pretty good job at Boston College and. Mm-hmm. Uh, this year kind of saved his job, but I like Iowa. I just I think you know Kirk Ferentz will be coaching for another 19 years after this, and um, yeah. I'll take Iowa. I just I like Iowa's defense. I don't I don't think they could score 55 points on Boston College. Though. I just don't think that's going to happen. No. So. no. Uh, Carla, can you defend the honor of the Big Ten here? Um, no. maybe it's okay to say no. That's maybe. fine. No, no. I mean, yeah, I'm going to take Iowa in this game because I mean they can play some defense, and I don't think Boston College can score the football. But to Braden's point about only wanting to see half the game, um, isn't this the the game that, that they they had to like only play on one half of the field one year because they didn't get the or was that a different baseball stadium? Well, it was, it was Northwestern versus yeah. Illinois and Wrigley. They had to stop yeah. midway yeah. and only yes. go one direction, playing half court. Which I thought basically. they were going to have to do in the Big Ten championship game. I thought they were going to have to do that too and just say no, no, we're only going to go that direction <laughs> now, away from the Velcro end zone that didn't work. Again, another reason to stand on the pedestal and say, why the hell is the Big Ten title game played indoors? But, hey, you know, we get on that that, hort, that that's a, soapbox that's a every year. Separate show. city needs the money. My city Lambeau needs money. Field, folks. Uh, or or Soldier Field. Soldier Field. Soldier Field. Pick an outdoor field and play the freaking game outdoors. These are teams built to play outdoors, um, which is actually part of the reason why I think Iowa couldn't win this game because the, 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 the pinstripe bowl, because they're used to playing in these conditions. Um not that Boston College isn't, but I just think that, that Iowa's been resilient this year and, and had to go up, you know, on the road and, and won some big games. And, yeah, I, Hawkeyes. Okay. David, what do you think? I'm going to go with Boston College. I think uh, first I'd like to, uh, to correct the record. Boston College played in the worst bowl game probably last year when they played Maryland in a, in a bowl game. So oh God, that's been that's a right. lot of – been a lot of bad Boston College bowl games. Um, bowl. That, that would be terrible. <laughs> it was terrible. <laughs> uh, but uh, Adazio has turned. Uh, has like I don't know. I, I guess he's turned Boston College around. He's been he's been to uh, four bowl games in five years. Tell me if you thought that about Steve Adazio. Yet he's never won more than seven games. Could change that this year. Could have his best year as Boston College coach and win eight games. Um, I think it's going to happen. Um, they've actually put things together on offense, which is very un-Boston College-like. So um, I'm going to go with BC in this game. Okay. Okay. Jake, Homer. what do you think? Uh, I don't have a lot for you on this one, guys. Uh, I'm going to stick to my – I'll defend my Big Ten roots. I'll, I'll, I'll go with Iowa, you know. 
like uh, like you guys are saying, they, they play a decent defense, at least. You know, they, they know how to tackle somewhat. Two, three yards downfield, of course. Nothing before, nothing after. So, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, Iowa. Um, I'm, I'm of the same mind. Uh, hulking farm boys uh, play good defense. Uh, it, it's not pretty, and that's the kind of football we like here in the Midwest. Uh, or I like in the Midwest from where, where I am from. Uh, so I'm, I'm going with the Hawkeyes here. Uh, Jake, your game wraps us up on December 28th. Um, the I think we got everything. The Builders Square Sylvania MasterCard Valaro Alamo Bowl in San Antonio. This is interesting. This is a, a Stanford versus TCU. Stanford is, uh, or excuse me, TCU is favored by two points. Yep. And what is in play here uh, is the Carla and Crappy Show Stanford postulate of 2017, which is that the tree will always do the exact opposite of what we expect them to do. Um, Jake, I don't expect you to understand what we're no, talking no. about here. Tree's got but, a mind uh, its own. What do, you get, what do you think about this one? Uh, I like to call this uh, the upper middle class bowl. Uh, two teams. <laughs> Great. <laughs> yes. So uh, they got no tax breaks then. <laughs> no, no tax breaks, and uh, you can't write off your deductions. Uh, <laughs> uh, D, these two teams, uh, they they can score points, but they really struggled with – they each had a kryptonite this year for TCU. It was Oklahoma. For Stanford, it was USC. Uh, they both gave up a lot of points to those teams. So it's kind of you've got you know you got Bryce Love, who uh, some people thought might have should have won the Heisman this year. I don't know uh, how you voted, uh, Mr. Gall, but uh, <clears throat> second in the Heisman voting this year. He's the fifth player uh, since 2009 from Stanford, or it's the fifth time a Stanford player has been second in the Heisman voting since 2009, which is kind of ridiculous when you think about it. Uh, going against a TCU defense that. Uh, averages less than 100 yards a game in terms of rushing defense. So it's a, kind of a rock and a hard place here. Uh, but you also have two of the best college football coaches, uh, in my opinion, going at it, and David Shaw and Gary Patterson. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's some star power on both sides. So uh, I actually like Stanford. I don't, I don't think TCU has really seen uh, this old-school kind of pro-style offense uh, in the Big 12 as much. And uh, I, I know Bryce Love may or may not play. I know he was kind of banged up a little bit towards the end of the year. Uh, and like everybody else, uh, kind of taking stock of their – NFL future, but uh, what did we say? TCU minus two, yeah. favored by two. I like Stanford. Okay, okay. Uh, AJ, um, the, among the regular cast members, you have probably more time watching Stanford at least than than the rest of us. What do you think? Uh, I've probably watched more Stanford football than TCU football. Get at me. Um, what the, guess. I, I will say this about Bryce Love: the reason Stanford running backs don't win Heisman's is that no one sees them do it. Um, Hey, East Coast bias is real. Uh, I'll, I'll say this. TCU, I, I, I think you're right. There's no no team in the Big 12 runs the football like Stanford. Um, maybe K-State. Maybe. Um, <clears throat> but they don't have Bryce Love. Uh, if Bryce Love doesn't play, Stanford, uh, is it KJ Costello was the quarterback for Stanford? Um, he played well towards the end of the year, uh, gave them a chance against USC in the actual Pac-12 title game. They came up a little short. Um, if Bryce Love doesn't play, it puts it all in that passing offense. I don't think they have the receivers to go against TCU, and I'm taking TCU here, even though they burned me and they were the only, they were the one in 6-1 and one on championship weekend. So, Okay. Braden, are you allowed to tell us about Heisman voting? Yeah, sure. Who'd you vote for? Um, as someone who – and I don't believe in the East Coast bias per se. I think it's a sleeping bias. I think people have to go to bed. It does I not totally, – I totally back that. Yes. It yes. clearly does not affect um, playoff status at all. Washington got into the playoff last year. It doesn't affect that. But it does affect potentially things like 
awards. And so I could see how, how Stanford fans might be a little upset about five second place finishes. I love Bryce Love. We, we touted him at Athlon at the beginning of the year. He's, he's been a huge fan. We've been huge fans of his. And I will put up my number of hours watching Stanford football. Uh, Foxy can back me up on this. I, I have been obsessed with Stanford football since basically Jim Harbaugh took over. The more fullbacks and tight ends that you can put out there, I, I'm a huge <laughs> fan of it. Um, I love the way they play defense. KJ Costello is actually – I don't know why they didn't start him earlier. I know he didn't grasp the offense early in the season, but as soon as he got in there, he's clearly the more talented player. And he's a – future NFL prospect at that size and that speed and athleticism for a guy that is that big. So I, I think Costello is the man. I, I'm, I'm a big believer in what he's going to be eventually at the end of his career. So I, I like Stanford a lot in this game. I think Kenny Hill is wildly overrated. I think TCU is incredibly outmatched in any big game they've played other than one this year, which was uh, the Oklahoma State game. Um, and, and listen, they made huge – Kenny Hill reverted back to old Kenny Hill, made mistakes against Iowa State. And yeah. Yeah. Their their defense, while really great in the Big Twelve, doesn't that doesn't really hold a lot of water for me. They they were great comparably to everybody else in the Big Twelve, but when they ran up against a legitimate team on offense, I know Oklahoma's been a, almost a full yard per play better than almost everybody else in college football the last ten years, which makes them epically good. And I get that, but I, I just I think Stanford's a better team. I think TCU two great coaches. I mean, phenomenal coaches. If you wanted to, you know, really study tape and and watch these two guys, they're just unbelievable. But uh, I voted uh, Baker Mayfield one. I voted mm-hmm. Lamar Jackson two. I was actually shocked that Lamar Jackson uh, didn't win every re- – I thought Bryce Love finishing second in every region I thought was like incredible. I give him a ton of credit. I love him. Mm-hmm. But, but I thought that was really cra- – I mean, Lamar Jackson is, is spectacular. Uh, I just thought Baker Mayfield was a little bit better. I actually voted Jonathan Taylor number three just because he, he – I think he, he carried a really completely inept offense to a 12-0 record, almost threatened Ron Dane and – Adrian Peterson's freshman rushing yeah. records, yeah. twelve and zero mark. I mean, he was literally the entire offense. So Bryce loves a more explosive, more entertaining player. But I thought Jonathan Taylor was more impactful, and also I think he's the second most talented Wisconsin running back ever, behind only Melvin Gordon. So okay. uh, I, I love, I like Stanford a lot in this one, but only if Bryce Love plays. That, that's a a, a a great observation from the uh, from Wisconsin. I mean, you, you could see that in the uh, in the the Big Ten title game. Um, Ohio State was able to slow down their their. Uh, the running game, uh, and and Hornerbrook wasn't. Uh, he he just looked. You, you got to see how rough he was. Um, uh, so that's emphasizes how how good that running game was in getting him there. Um, and for the and for the record, I would like to point out I voted for Christian McCaffrey over Derrick Henry. So uh, just to be fair, it has nothing to do with going to okay. bed going to bed early. I, I voted Christian Christian <laughs> McCaffrey and Deshaun Watson. The last two years, I finally got one right. So okay, okay, that works. Carla, what do you think about this game? So there's a lot of what ifs in this game, and I'm trying to determine which is harder to do. Pick pick the winner of this game because of plays and what's going on, or get pizzas delivered to the Alamo Dome, which I had to do in 2012 um, when I was down there for the for the Army All American game. Um, mm-hmm. It is impossible to get a pizza delivered to the Alamo Dome. I'm just going on record and saying that. Um, Something keep in mind if you're ever as visiting Alamo. As someone who chased pizzas around the field the day before the game, um, yeah. But, sorry, just an aside, I have fond memories of the Alamo Dome. Um, TCU is essentially playing a home game here, right? Um, so they, have, they do have a little bit of an advantage in that regard. They're going to have the, the crowd for sure. Um, Stanford's done the exact opposite, like you said, of everything that we've heard them to do this year. Um, Bryce loves a big key factor in this game, um, whether or not he plays. The other key factor, which we talked about during the uh, championship week show, was can Gary Patterson's defense stay disciplined? Um, 
you know, and, and they weren't all that disciplined against Oklahoma, and obviously they lost that game. Um, can they stay disciplined and be able to contain Bryce Love? I don't think so. I, I think the line says TCU wins, which means that Stanford will, and they'll win it by, like, two scores because that's the way Stanford has played this year. Go tree. I can't. It, I mean, this is the this is the uh, Stanford postulate. We can't we can't argue with that. Uh, David, what do you think? I think I'm going to go with uh, with Stanford. Um, even without Bryce Love, if he's unable to play, um, it just kind of feels like one of those games where KJ Costello. We've talked about the way he played at the end of the year. Obviously, really talented. He could be one of your breakout players um, of bowl season. Um, so I think I'm going to go with uh, with Stanford for uh, for that reason. Okay, Jake. When you're done with that gulp of red wine, yeah. What, what do you What do you think about this one? I already went, but I'll go again. Uh, you no, you're right, you're right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> this my turn. You, no, this is what this you get turn. for picking an actual semi almost real football game. Okay, this is your. This is what you get, Jake. This is my punishment. I have to go twice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> have we convinced get made you? fun of for drinking wine? I can't I, uh, yeah, both of those. No, no well, just the last one. Just making fun of the wine. Um, fair enough. That's a fair this game. Is a, this is a beer show and and whatever you had in your red solo cup last year, um, I'm pretty <laughs> sure was not was not red wine. I, I, I I'm, I'm grown up with so it. much in one year, Jake. It's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Very mature, if you will, an adult. Uh, I appreciate that. That's a that's a government job that will uh, that will age people <laughs> that will age people quickly. Um, Clear hairline as well. It's not great. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with the uh, with the uh, Carlin Crappy Show Stanford postulate of 2017. Um, I, if if a, a TCU is favored uh, in this game, I, I I'm gonna pick Stanford. I uh, this is, Stanford is the uh, Pac-12 team that a Big Ten fan can love. Uh, it is rushing. It is defense, and um, I, I, I support that wholeheartedly. Uh, I and, and, and it, it manages not to be boring football, which is uh, something that the Big Ten does once in a while. Um, that it's borderline erotic. What I, I Stanford is like raw sexual heat on a football field. I love Stanford. <laughs> I, I love Stanford so much. Oh. Shout out to Bert. Bert. Bert appreciates it. Yes. Um, Carla, when, did I, did I, I, was Stanford one of my final four picks last season? Is that, do you, do you recall that Carla? I think, it was, I yes. That, yeah, I, I think, think you that was the thing. Or, or did you, no, you picked, you picked Stanford this year. Um, and then they lost in week one. See, I'd have to go back and look, but that's, that, that could be, that, that could be the thing. I, it but is, and it is, I'm, it is seriously, it is my, is, is the, uh, the big 10 uh, fan infatuation with Stanford and how they play football. Um, I did something that I can't, I, uh, Brayden, I, I cannot argue with what you, what you just said there. Well, and they, and they probably had a legitimate case back in uh, what two years ago when they, they were twelve and two. They probably had a legit case to get into the playoff and be one of the best four best teams. So, uh-huh. Uh-huh. um, boys and girls, we have been through uh, all the chosen games for Bolapalooza. Obviously, there are a lot more to watch, uh, but please pay attention to uh, what we are doing. Also. Uh, please pay attention to what uh, uh, Brayden and Jake are doing. Uh, lots of fun stuff they're, they're doing out there in the world professionally. Um, and uh, David as well. Uh, thank you guys, uh, the Tennesseans, for joining us. Uh, thank you for not accepting the job as a, a Tennessee's head coach so you could you were able to work with us today. Uh, uh, we, uh, you're, yeah, you're welcome. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> uh, and, and Carla and AJ, um, uh, thank you guys as well. Carla, we yes. still have... We, we still have, have a, 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 another show or do or two to do, um, but we will get back to you uh, when we get down to, uh, closer to the uh, to the playoffs and the championship game, um, guys. Everybody else, thank you for joining us. Uh, we hope you enjoy bowl season, and we will see you back here in a couple weeks uh, to talk about the uh, the playoffs.
Playoffs. Playoffs. See you guys. Thank you.